What's up? What's up, Cairo Sushi family? Oh, man, this is a good one because I was bequested by my latest crush in chiropractic, Dr. Mo, Dr. Monique Andrews. We were at Mile High. She's like, Tristan, 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 you got to meet this person. You got to meet Lauren. You got to meet Lauren. She was like a little squirrel. She's like, I got You got to meet Lauren. He's like, she's the greatest thing since like me. <laughs> I'm going. So uh, I want to, before we jump in, I got to give a shout out to truechiro.org. Dr. Clint Steele, if you're looking to improve your PVA to 100 plus PVA, uh, get that retention on lockdown. You got to check out truechiro.org. Uh, you can learn more about them at kairosushi.com or better yet, go to truechiro.org. Just bypass us um, and fix that PVA game. All right, so we're with Dr. Lauren, and I was gonna I was gonna butcher your last name, but I'm gonna take a guess because I never really got it when we were talking at Mile High. Mm -hmm. Is it Kodak? It's close. You can kind of go anywhere. It's Dutch, so it's started. You had a lot more money to start your businesses with if your last name was Kodak. Right. Yeah. Precisely. That's how do you I pronounce it? Mind. How do you pronounce it? Kodak. 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 Well, that's with an accent. I mean, yeah, this is the thing. Like, I'm going to say it different to anyone anyway, and then I say it different to my Dutch ancestors. So Kodak, 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 it all works. All right. So, well, obviously we picked up on an accent there. So let's start there. Where are you from, and where did your uh, chiropractic uh, journey begin? I'm from New Zealand, um, and so I grew up in New Zealand. And moved to the United States like four years ago after globe trotting for a few years. And cool. my chiropractic journey began. Uh, my mom would take my brother and I to the chiropractor as kids, and she figured that we probably fell out of enough trees and fell off our bikes and beat each other up enough to warrant some type of um, chiropractic assessment and, and adjustment when when necessary. And so I was really blessed in that department even though you know it's like room for improvement in terms of like communication for pediatric chiropractic but um nonetheless was adjusted as a kid and then kind of Wait, in, your, in your head you're going back in time and going wow they could have done so many things better and different is that what you're thinking oh hugely well fuck let's get raw okay let's let's just dive right in because we're gonna go bounce all around yeah. if if you if, if Dr. Lauren could transport herself, go back with Marty McFly and Doc McBrown to that first experience with a pediatric chiropractor, mm -hmm. and now everything you know today, what would you what would you get on your uh, your pedestal and start butchering this guy with? <laughs> Frequency number one, like okay, like I was going in school holidays. So in New Zealand, you go ten weeks and you have two weeks of a school holidays, and you go ten weeks and it's like a four term. Um, rotation of a school year and so we would go every three months but with if you took a great history it's like for me traumatic birth was a very real thing um, cesarean section placenta previa emergency blah 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 and so if you just take that point in time and now at 31 I can look back in my life and just see how that's played out until in comes chiropractic full force in my late 20s and I actually start to live in alignment with the principles and radically have changed my life by hacking to use, you know, the millennial um, verbiage, hacking my nervous yeah. system. Chiropractors have been doing that since 
1895, we've been hacking the nervous system. And so I just think about the suffering that would have been alleviated had a chiropractor shown up. Like my mom totally would have got it and just been like, this is the best thing we can do for the trajectory of your child's life. My, it would have just, who knows? Who knows what would have happened? And of course, there's a universal intelligence. So the gift that my journey was what it was. Um, yeah. So I yeah. Both both sides. Well, you would have you would have you would have shown them. I would have, that would have, that would have been that would have been interesting. And you're blowing up. So I, I'm going to take it back to Dr. Mo, who's like, dude, you got to meet you got to meet Lauren, and. Um, you know, we met, and it it to me it proverbially sounded like you were blowing up. Um, and you know, you you just had a seminar uh, that sold out for Dallas. It's it's, it's a women's only adjusting seminar in Dallas, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Okay, we're we're gonna dive into the women's only thing, of course. Um, but it sold out in nine hours. Mm -hmm. So to me, that tells me you got massive word of mouth in Dallas that spread elsewhere. You're doing something right. Um, let's. What are you? What, what? What is up with your women's adjusting seminars? Why only women? And and what do you think you're getting right that's drawing people in uh, from a from any standpoint? Yeah, totally. I can run with that. Um, it's really been a very. It's been a blossoming of just my own chiropractic experience where I had phenomenal educators and phenomenal adjusting mentors, um, all male pretty, pretty much. And so I would watch them, watch them, watch them. And I have an athletic background. And so putting the kinetics together is not a far reach for me, but, it, but there was certain things that the limit of matter, I was like, I just can't, there's certain things I have to tweak. And so over a period of time, I took, um, I was working very closely with John Martinez with the NUMA seminars and I was staffing with him when I first moved to the United States. And there were certain things that I needed to adapt. And so what the NECAL Women's Adjusting Seminars have birthed are these key principles that can be applied to any adjusting technique. So it's not a technique. It's like, hey, ladies, let's tell the truth to ourselves. Our bodies are different. Our minds are different. The way we work is where it starts in the physical realm, right? And then the reason why it's so successful is because I meet them where they're at. What mm -hmm. I know to be true is that to learn, you need to feel like you're capable. And most teachers leapfrog they don't set the tone of the room. They don't make sure that their audience is actually engaged in the proper brain state to be able to upload information and feel like they can apply it. So a lot of what we do over the weekend that makes it so transformative is it's you first, chiropractic second, because if I can get you connected to your power, then the chiropractic adjustment, the delivery of that power through your own nervous system and into someone else's becomes effortless because literally we've got the resistance out of the way. And with women, the resistance is negative self-talk, not trusting themselves, um, mm -hmm. facilitating self-doubt, 
past history of fear. And so what we do is instead of having this all playing out in the unconscious mind and what we know from Bruce Lipton's work is anywhere between 80 to 95% of our life is governed by our subconscious. So what we do is we take these big sharks that are hanging out in the subconscious mind and talk about them, make it very normal. So when they go around, when we go around the circle, you've got 30 women saying the same thing. So all of a sudden the women are like, oh, it's not just me that feels like I suck, is fearful that I'll never get this, um, have had all of these bad experiences, don't feel like I'm big enough, strong enough. Um, you know, and we bring it all to the surface. And in doing that, the magic starts to happen. And then community um, develops, they start to support each other and hold space for each other. And at that point, I'm just keeping them in the lane because they've had good teachers. It's not the fact that these women in our profession haven't had good teachers. It's the fact that they haven't had someone that teaches to them and gets their mind out of the way so that it can actually deliver the goods. Do you think that that applies to the clinical or the office setting too then? Because what I'm thinking about, I mean, if you, if you're just going through the motions, right? If you, so, so walk me through if, if what do you what's different if I come into your your practice mm-hmm. versus what you think the standard quo is? What are are we going to spend more time together initially, or walk me through kind of what your 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 um your modus operandi is going to be in, in your practice? Totally. Um. So when you come into my practice, you're going to spend a lot of one on one time with me, um, especially in the beginning, and what that looks like is. The person that walks in the door is the educated mind. Right. The, the, the part of you that I know I can access and need to access is innate. So there's certain things that I have to do to tick the boxes of the innate, with, of the educated, sorry, to make sure that we turn that alarm system off. So it's going to look like at least something that, you, that the general public would expect when they walk into a holistic alternative practitioner's office. Um, so we sit down, we still do case history, we still do, um, um, exam and things like that. You get adjusted on the first visit, you get, um, at home recommendations. I talked to you about why you are to, why you've got to where you are. But the whole thing is, is that I know that for me to be as powerful in your life, I have to get to innate, which means I just, as quickly and efficiently as possible, I need to tick the boxes of educated. Um, and so building rapport, all the women that I mentor, number one, you've got to build that relationship so that they trust you. And that's not you coming down or morphing into something that you're not, that's staying in your truth and holding your patient in a very um, contained environment where they feel heard, but they know that you're going to do and deliver um, what's quote unquote, right for them. Um, and so you got to meet them where they're at. If they come in with X, Y, Z of a complaint, I'm absolutely going to speak to that um, because I know that the quicker I can deal with that, the more we're just going to be able to actually address the nervous system, which is the gateway to the brain. And once you're, once you're in the brain, it's like everything changes. And everyone wants chiropractic. It's not a hard sell. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Lauren from Nick Out Chiropractic. She's got 
a variety of things cooking up. Uh, I, I want to tell you guys about November 10th and 11th. Um, uh, is it, It's in Atlanta, Georgia, right outside Life U. Uh, I'm sure that's going to go quick. There's a women's adjusting seminar there. Um, and you have a, you have a retreat mm -hmm. that you're scheduling in Mexico, right? Yep. Yep. So we go to Mexico every spring. Okay. And is this a, uh, is this a mission trip or what, what is that? What does that trip to Mexico look like? It's, it's in the same vein as all of the other NICAL offerings. Um, there's both, okay. you know, it's like, absolutely. You're getting about 20 hours with, hands-on with the community and then you're also getting an enormous amount of self-care education as to how to look after your own nervous system so every morning starts with meditation yoga morning practice there's a lot of kind of um family time around the meal there's a lot of beach there's a lot of falling asleep in hammocks and because if you're not serving you know it's the old saying it's like you can't serve from an empty cup um, and so I fill, fill, fill these women over that seven days and give them just enough hands-on to kind of slingshot them into clinic. Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, the, the beautiful, whatever your perspective is on uh, where the students are at with their relationship to chiropractic, to the philosophy. Um, obviously, you're helping them with technique stuff. What is your current um, I, I, you know, really, you got one of the best viewpoints I would say in the industry right now. What do you think's going on overall with students? What are we looking? What should we be looking for? Because I, I see um, oh, there's a lot of fear, and you know, there's always been that. Well, these kids don't know what they're doing. They're not getting the philosophy. Good thing there's people like you guys coming in. But what's your take on where the students are at across yeah. the board? The biggest thing that I'm currently seeing in the student body is they believe something is happening to them that shouldn't be. So their suffering comes from they think the chiropractic student experience should be different. And so I'm getting a lot, they're angry. They're really angry about um, the educational experience because they they're looking at it. It's just like in business. If you take too much of a small viewpoint, you can't see change. You don't see how the yeah. strategy is playing out. And so what they're lacking is this grander perspective of their chiropractic journey. And they're not understanding that chiropractic school, albeit with its flaws, is freaking perfect. And it's, of course, it's uncomfortable. It's like you're about to launch into a profession where you are this lighthouse on your patients and on humanity for them to grow and change and live in a different, in different way, express their full potential. And what they're misunderstanding is they're coming into chiropractic school and it's difficult and they're challenged and they're being agitated. They're being so agitated and they don't appreciate the need for pathology they don't understand the, the need for diagnosis and it's like you're about to walk out into the world that has an educated freaking mind and an innate mind and educated looks like the medical system it looks like the insurance system it looks like fear 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 and if you don't know how to play that game you're not going to be able to infiltrate humanity and be able to create the change within the innate system of it and express that and so the greatest 
gift that I attempt to offer our students is this sense of okayness around the student experience. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, you feel you don't see the, the gift in some of your classes. You don't see how it applies. But something magical happens. You turn up to chiropractic school day one, you don't know, you don't know anything. And then you graduate and you're an enormously valuable member of your community. And if chiropractic school was this easy, breezy, linear thing that didn't cause you to like really rattle your gray matter, then you wouldn't change. Um, and so, again, what is important to me is to give these students strategies so that this squeeze of chiropractic school yeah. doesn't turn into trauma. It doesn't turn into something that they don't bounce back from and they quit practice in five years because they've never filled the tank. Yeah. It's like, let's accept what is. Yes, this is difficult, but you knew it was going to be. You didn't sign up for chiropractic school thinking it was going to be easy. No one does. But let's make sure that you create a sustainable practice so that you can keep your nervous system operating at a high level so you can keep operating from higher brain states. And and it's so totally dependent on our brain state as to how we see the world. And if you start to be able to live in your higher brain centers, you start to see possibilities, you start to see synchronicity, you start to see harmony, and you stop fighting against life. And that, if you can give someone the gift to stop fighting against life, it's like you've, you've given them their whole, you've given them their, their life at that point. Love that. Love that. We're going to do some weird um, uh, questions, some uh, name association, word association. Are you ready for that stuff? Totally. Sure. All right. We'll start with Dr. Mo. First thing that comes to your mind when you think of Dr. Monique Andrews. Oh, incredible wit. That humor. <laughs> she yeah. creates so much joy in my life. I'm going to go across for you. Australia. Oh. <laughs> I had Someone to. asking me, oh, you know, where are you, are you one, are you Australian? No, 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 no but I, I want to get your take on Australia. I'm not Australian. I'm, I'm a Kiwi. I'm from New Zealand. I know that. That's why I did that. And then they friggin', I tell them I'm from New Zealand, and then they start talking to me about Australia. I'm like, <laughs> you know, they're two different places. <laughs> Subluxation. Potential. Okay. Um, Dee Dee Palmer. Tone. Donnie Epstein. Hmm. Pushing the limits. Creating expansion. Female chiropractors. Future. Uh, male chiropractors. Mm. Please don't say the past. <laughs> no, no, no. They're also, they're also the future. They're also the future. There's so much beauty and grace and care that I see in our guys. It's so beautiful. If you were to have, if you were to have uh, dinner with one dead chiropractor, who would it be, and what would you want to talk about? Mm. A 
if I could sit down with Sue Brown again, I had a lot of time with Sue when I was a student. She would fly down and teach in New Zealand and I'd spend a lot of, proportionally probably a lot of time with her. And if only I, the questions I have for her now, being a teacher, being someone that's exploring the tonal realm and what's possible and chaos theory, that woman had an understanding of the evolution of humanity with chiropractic is the number one strategy, I think, for expanding consciousness. And I don't know anyone I would rather sit down with than Sue to ask some pretty big questions. You've done a uh, retreat in one of my favorite locations in the world. So I'm going to ask you what your feelings are on Big Sur. Oh, mm. The ocean. You know, I live in Denver, Colorado now. <laughs> I'm like, wait, since when was a Kiwi that grew up on the beach going to be in a landlocked state with the Rocky Mountains? Um, so the coast, Pacific Ocean. Mixer. <laughs> Different roads to the same place, man. <laughs> Medipractor. Ugh, confused. Hmm. Um, if you were, if you had to choose a side, would you be DD or team B, team DD or team BJ? Team DD. Okay. All the way. Um. All right, you're in an elevator in Miami, Florida, June. You're at Cairo Sushi Summer Camp. You got uh, a bourbon in hand. You're you're heading up to your hotel room, and you 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 got a. Uh, a we'll say we're gonna go with which I just found this out. This is interesting data. There's 81 students at the new Florida chiropractic school, which is not accredited. I forget what they're called, um, but they are, they're the one that's just started and it's they're um, They got 81 students. Anyway, let's say you got a student from there or from Palmer or someone and they got 30 seconds with you and you're going to, and they just say, Hey, Dr. Lauren, I'm about to, to launch out. What 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 would you what would you tell them? What would you share with them? Number one, number one is you need to identify what's keeping you in survival mode because that's keeping your nervous system in a really rudimentary operating system. And number two. Pursue your own happiness mm. at all costs because that is what will keep you in love with your life. It will keep you in love with chiropractic. It will keep you showing up and being able to be there for others because you the motivation to help someone else greatly dwindles when you're not happy in your own life. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm not allowed to swear on this thing, but. Um, oh, no, you are. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Well, be like, Fuck you. Yeah. I don't I'm miserable. You're not going to show up and be the greatest chiropractor if you're not massively fulfilled in your own life. So that is like number one, what's keeping you in survival mode. And number two, just stride in the direction of your, of your own fulfillment. Beautiful. Beautiful. I have not been to New Zealand, but I've been to Florida and I've been, lived in California. <laughs> yes. I'm assuming you've been to all three locations. Correct. 
which has the best palm trees? Oh. I'm partial to California. I think California. You, but now you, you're after you're actually named after the palm tree in in in, in New Zealand. Zealand, which they it kind of siphons up or it does this. It does it does uh, the Nikau, the Nikau palm. Mm -hmm. So what was the meaning of the naming of, of Nikau for? What was that? How what, what was that correlation to you? It was I'd been traveling, so I graduated in 2011 and spent a lot of time in Southeast Asia backpacking, and I was adjusting in an ashram and doing lots of different things to fulfill my soul. Um, and then I took a job in England. It was absolutely okay. miserable. The only decision my whole career I've made for money, and I learned my lesson. No palm trees there. And then eventually circles back to the United States and so I'd been away from New Zealand for like five years at that point in time. And to start your own practice, it's like you're literally planting a seed of yourself, your expression yeah. of yourself. And for me, having a touchstone to New Zealand was really important. And so I love that I've been able to, because it's not this or that in the world. It's not this or that. You can't have New Zealand if you're going to live in the United States. You can't have, you know, practice if you want to teach. It's like absolutely not. You can have all of it. Um, and so I think I've, I've certainly fulfilled myself in keeping New Zealand, I'm waving the New Zealand flag while living in the, in the United States. That's awesome. I want to thank you so much for, for hanging out, sharing with yeah, us. Absolutely. Nick, I'm chiropractic. You guys, you guys can go. We have the link on the overlay, um, nickalchiropractic.com. And you can check out the come, upcoming events. The big one coming up uh, is in November. It's a women's adjusting seminar, November 10th and 11th um, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I want to thank truechiro.org for being the sponsor of this podcast, SushiCast, today. Uh, thank you so much. You rocked. Yeah. Thanks, Tristan. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you around uh, whenever I decide to turn this thing on again and start spouting.